Hey, before we get started, Alice, mm-hmm. uh, I want to make sure that, you know, to to drive home the fact that people should really go see Misery oh, yeah. this weekend if they're going to be in Evansville. Mm-hmm. It's stage uh, two productions at 321 North Congress Avenue. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Check their uh, Facebook, their website. Yeah. What what have you? Because mm-hmm. uh, our guest last week, Wendy Brown, you know, uh, you should you should go see her. She's great when she's when she's not being ruined by us. <laughs> Are you excited about it? I think so. Do you know a lot about Misery? You say you've never seen the movie, or no? You never read the book? Does she does she hack off his legs? I'm I cannot confirm anything because I don't want to like spoil it for you. Hmm. So, what what do you know about Misery? Um, like, give me what you know. I I guess this guy gets stranded, and then okay. and then he goes to her house for aid. <laughs> he gets stranded and goes to someone's house. Okay, for aid, and uh-huh. uh, she eventually holds him hostage or something. Okay. All right. I'm I'm not gonna confirm or deny, but but. It sounds like you've you've like heard a premise before, and you're putting something behind that. Yeah, okay. Is her name Misery? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Doug just you can't. It, he you like can't. he took water, and then he had to like spit it all the way back into his bottle. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't go on my microphone. I I think that might answer your question, though, Alice. That might uh. Is that the big reveal at the end? Did I just guess the ending of Misery? That she was Misery the whole time? Oh my god, she loved company. That's why she held hostage. (laughs) The misery was inside you all along. This is Alice. And this is Doug! Going terribly! Quiet. I hope the ghost kills you first! Alright, Alice. You got stuff to talk about this week? Not really. Okay, me neither. Let's let's take some (laughs) (laughs) questions. Let's take some questions from the audience. Okay. Uh, Do we have any callers? No? No callers? It's not lighting up. That's not good. Uh, Alice, check Twitter. See if Twitter has any... No one's ever on our Twitter. Nobody's ever on our Twitter. Okay, okay. Um, Instagrams, Facebooks, anybody... Uh, uh... We're kind of... Our engagement on Instagram has gone down. Oh, like, my a God. Lot. This like, is... every post, it's just, like, the same people. David Paul Bonnell, oh. you know, he's pretty good. DPP Cinematography, if you want to follow him. <laughs> you said really DP... DPB. His initials. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, but okay. he is also a director of photography. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> DP. Uh, I bet he's never heard that before. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you want to like, you want to call someone and see if they have anything we could talk about, or what is this? Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> Don't you have a list <laughs> of all the backup Alice. topics that we can have? Girl, if you know, if I don't have interesting things going on, you've got interesting things going on. When we hit, you've got you've got that new uh, that new job. When we hit one hundred episodes, I burned the list. (laughs) I was like off your computer. I was like, clearly, clearly, we don't need help coming up with conversation. No, I feel like the last twenty, we were really reaching. What? 
you know, and the episodes were shorter. <laughs> so it's not, it's, we've had some of the longest episodes we've ever had. In the last, in the last twenty, they were they were pretty short. Why are you spending this entire opening segment just dogging our podcast? Why are you? Why are you? You're like you got anything to talk about? It's just dead air, dude. It's just like you're dead air. Yeah, Twitter and Instagram, and let's call someone. I was being entertaining Mm. and immaculate. All right, I got something to talk about. What do you got to talk about, you fool? I've been having problems with my tire pressure recently, (laughs) and you know you're right. We are out of stuff to talk about. (laughs) <laughs> and like car things, you know, I always feel a little inadequate about them. Uh-huh. But there was this one time. So when I got my car Nissan Rogue in like 2016, there was a weird knocking sound that seemed like it was coming from the console or underneath the console. So Ooh, I took it. It's one of those Stephen King things. The nonsense that could turn into mm-hmm. like something murderous. S- something knocking under your hood. That's crazy. Gong, gong, gong. Yeah, or Poe. And yeah, I guess. so I, I took it hack. in and I told them about this weird knocking and uh-huh. they said they took it on a drive and they didn't hear it. And I was thinking, well, did you turn the radio down? Um, and also, <laughs> so they were like, no, no, nothing's wrong. And so I, I started leaving, but I could still hear it as I was leaving. Mm. So I went back and they're like, are you sure it's not this screen that's knocking around in your trunk? And I'm like, yeah, I think I would be able to tell if it was something knocking around in my trunk. Right. This is obviously. part of the car. Something in the car is uh-huh. knocking around. And so finally, they sat with me in the in the in the test drive, and uh-huh. then they heard it, mm. and we were able to get that fixed. It was some kind of heat shield problem. Oh, so <laughs> it's, isn't it always a heat shield problem? <laughs> I mean, like I know what that is. I don't know. Just constantly those heat shields. Yeah. Especially you say you have a Nissan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nissan heat shields. They're just the first to go. Seriously. They're the first thing to go. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, I, I generally feel kind of inadequate about cars because there's this uh, the stigma that women don't know anything about cars. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> and, and so when I when I take my car to the shop, um, you know, I hope I hope the clerk isn't like condescending. <laughs> the clerk. You always call people clerks. What are they called then? I'm pretty sure what that, should I call I'm pretty them? sure that one's called a mechanic. No, the mechanic doesn't. They're not customer facing. Mm. Uh, I think that's that's the new that's the new thing. There is a liaison between the blue collar mechanic and the you know bougie automobile <laughs> owner, bougie. and it's the it's the middle person, the clerk. I, I I'll meet you in the middle. Mm-hmm. The McClurkic. <laughs> <laughs> It's also a, a, a Scottish clan. Yeah, yeah. The McClurkics. And for a while, they had a woman McClurkic. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. And then there's another gentleman there who's like very friendly, super nice. Uh-huh. And then there was one other guy who did seem condescending sometimes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so my tire pressure problem, I, I go to gas stations and I pay the $1 in quarters, or some of them take Apple Pay now, and it's like $2. It's ridiculous. Oof. So to fill up my tires because they've been under 33 psi. For air. Yeah. Which is free just everywhere. Right. It's just air. Is it psi or PSI? It's a PSI mm. per square inch. <laughs> I thought it was like the Greek letter. <laughs> this is one of those cases where you were wrong because you were too smart for everyone else. Oh. You were like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I happen to know the Greek alphabet. 
And like, yeah, well, you don't know your abbreviations, woman. It's true. Wiping the oil off on his <laughs> on his overalls. <laughs> yeah. So, so this has happened to me before. I would go to like two separate gas stations with two different air pumps, and my tire would lose pressure. Uh huh. And it's it's so anxiety inducing. I'm like, it's way below the recommended thirty three. It's like at twenty eight, and I'm like, I can see the tire like flopping you know mm, that, like, that's no good yeah so i was worried that i had just a little hole in these tires mm-hmm. um and the the another gas station it's you set it at 36 or whatever you want uh-huh. psi psi <laughs> and p.s i love you <laughs> <laughs> and they just they they wouldn't fill more than 33 and mm. and my front left tire was still losing pressure. And that's the one that I sit at all the time. So I'm like, <laughs> this needs to be higher. Uh-huh. So I took it to Nissan and I was like, I think I might have a flat tire. My tires will not fill up. And even this front one is losing pressure constantly. Do they give you the same the same uh, kind of response as well, last time? Like, you don't even have tires in this car. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? No, look, I see tires. Yeah. Oh, no, there's no tires. They checked it out and uh-huh. they said there was no problem. <laughs> like, like I believe that there's no hole in the tire, uh-huh. but like, I don't know if the nozzle is a little malfunctioning or if it's each individual air pump that's different because some of the air pumps are automatic. Some of them you have to hold down a lever and some of them, like it doesn't fit the nozzle correctly. So you lose air rather than getting air in. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they could have diagnosed that particular problem, but they're like, "No, your tires your tires are all fine." Okay. And and your pressures like as long as it's around 33, it should be okay. And also the digital gauge in the car is not as accurate as our Yeah, yeah, I was I was so, going to ask that next cuz feels like digital things could be the first thing to go. Right. They're just like those uh heat shields, you know. <laughs> it's heat shields and digital tire gauges. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So, so the really friendly, the really friendly McClurkick, he was, he was like, yeah, it's no problem at all, no problem at all. And, oh, I, good. and I was like, well, also, he was also kind of talking, like protesting a little too much, mm-hmm. because I was like, well, are you sure? Da, da, da. And he's like, yes, yes, totally. And I'm like, well, I'm going on a road trip, and he's like, oh yes, I understand. You want to get that checked out right yeah, before yeah, yeah, a road yeah. trip, and we're nearing the autumn month, so the tire pressures might vary a little more. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally, gotcha. Uh-huh. You know, so he was like being like too nice, like over nice. And I'm like, I'm not imagining this. It just, it just kind of felt like he really wanted this. to reassure me that nothing was wrong. You felt like the woman in every haunted house movie ever that goes to her husband like, I know what I saw. And like, I know what I saw. Honey, you've, you've just, you've been overworked lately. You've been stressed. You know, you have the new baby. You haven't been getting enough sleep. You know, I I didn't want to say anything, but you burned dinner a little bit last night, (laughs) but that's okay, you know? (laughs) I hope the ghost kills you first! What? Anyway, (laughs) so then, so I went to, I just experimented with another air pump. I've probably spent like $7 on air this past week. (laughs) (laughs) I've been there. Um, yeah. And one of like, so that front left tire, I was able to fill it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this was one of those lever pumps. So I held the lever in for like 20 seconds and that was overkill. It went up to like 40 PSI, uh... but I, I have a little manual 
um, gauge as well. So I was able to let out the air. <laughs> Little Manuel. That was Webster, right? <laughs> <laughs> Little Manuel Lewis. <sighs> but then when I tried it on my back left tire, the nozzle must not have lined up because it just kept, the air kept escaping. And I tried closing my fist around it and the air just kept escaping. And I was like, what the hell is going on? It went all the way down to 28, but then all my other tires were fine at 34. And I'm like, oh, good God. So then, so then I thought. (laughs) There's more to this story. This is, this is a saga. (laughs) This is the tire saga. Mm. Then you thought what? I wondered uh, if one could use a bicycle pump to air up tires <laughs> you laugh I, I do laugh but i genuinely have no idea okay i feel like i've looked this up before okay. uh-huh and you can okay it just might take a while okay and like, that's, that's like 60 free. pumps or so 60 pumps yeah that's the number <laughs> and yeah that's free I'm, i wonder why i haven't done this before but the thing is i feel like the last time my tires got hinky I looked up whether you could use a bike pump, and it said yes, but I hadn't tried it then. I must have had a mechanics appointment and got my tires rotated, and it was uh-huh. fine. But this time, I didn't remember that I looked it up until I looked it up, and it was like the same article. And I was like, oh, I've looked this up before. Yeah, why didn't I try it then? Why don't I try it now? So I took my, my bike pump out there, and I pumped it like 60 times, and it got from like 28 to 34. So I guess that's good. So that's the solution from now on. Yeah. Okay. As long as it's not super flat, you know, if it's just a little bit, and I could, I could do sixty pumps. I probably couldn't do one twenty. I probably could. You probably could. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I have no frame of reference for this. I don't know. I've never, I've never pumped up a tire with a bike, uh, air pump thing. Well, I mean, you use your arms, and I've probably never used a bike air ways, pump thing. So. What? I use my arms in usual ways. Yeah, like know. to eat a sandwich. Sure. Or to you hold the gotta, railing of just, stairs you know, you as I pump, climb them. Pump it, you know. Or to do the wave at a yeah. a sporting event. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Or to uh, wash my hair. Oh, that's tiring. Yeah. <laughs> These are all things I use my arms for. <laughs> I was trying to think of things you use your arms for. Those are the first instances I could muster. Or to shrug my shoulders it's that right elbow now. Grease. I, it's that elbow grease. Elbow grease. Mm-hmm. That was all over that dude at the the non McClurkic. <laughs> The clerkanic. <laughs> he was. <laughs> that's that's the guy who was a little bit condescending. You call him the clerkanic, and the nicer one is the McClurkic. <laughs> what? The Scottish are a nice. Do you people. have something to talk about? You know what? You know what I do. I do. I don't know if it's going to live up to that riveting tire story. I don't. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But listen, Alice, mm. listeners. Have you ever had Andy Caps hot fries? Because this is a brand new <laughs> snack that I have discovered. <laughs> and y'all need to get down to your local snack store. Your uh snack store. Yeah, you know. Your uh your grub shop there, whatever you want to call it. The grub hub. Oh wait, that's, <laughs> that's already, a, already thing. a thing. What the <laughs> <laughs> Well let me tell you if They're you can clever. Get, They're if clever. You, <laughs> If you can get these on Grubhub, then just do it. Order it right now. No matter what time it is, you're listening to this. Because Andy Caps, which, Alice, is like a comic character from back in the day, you recall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Apparently now he's making the fries. His wife always burned his dinner, that's why. (laughs) 
she was seeing ghosts. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he's, I guess these days, um, the, the comics world is not so hot, you know. People aren't getting the newspaper as much. So he had to find a second job. And so, so these days he's making fries, and uh, at a recent wrestling event, we all got together, and I brought some snacks over, and I, I found at Big Lots this big bag of Andy Caps hot fries, and I says to myself, I says, $1.69, don't mind if I do, I'll give these a shot. And I opened these suckers, and I said, these are, you know, they're, they're bound to be okay, they're going to be decent, somebody is going to like them at this at this gathering, and I put one in my mouth, Alice, and I kid you not, it's my new favorite snack in the world. That's wonderful. Like, my new favorite snack in the world. <laughs> in the world. In the world. And, like, I'm so glad somebody finally came up with something like this, because, you know. I mean, these have existed for a while. Like, at least a few weeks, that's when I first... <laughs> Was introduced to them, <laughs> Andy Caps Hot Fries. Um, I mean, I remember them in vending machines, like, back in the early aughts. <laughs> you love saying words like aughts and hinky. Size. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I, 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 I mean, I've demolished that bag. I've left a little bit in the bottom, to be honest with you, in case I have a bad day until I, until I get more. Mm. And then I went on Amazon and it turns out there are several different kinds of Andy Caps fries. What? And the ones I found on Amazon are cheddar fries. Mm. And so I got 12 bags of those. Oh. They're sitting over here in a... Look over there. They're oh sitting my. over here in a box. Yeah, that's that's a <laughs> lot of there was like fries. Se- there was like seven something for that 12 bags of Andy Caps cheddar fries. They're, they're really good, too. They're not quite as good as the hot fries. Okay. Uh-huh. But in case you're wondering, they're a they're a potato and corn snack, ladies and gentlemen. Potato and corn. Potato and corn. I think that's where they're setting themselves apart from everyone else because it kind of tastes like a Cheeto. What? And it, and it kind of tastes like a Funyun. Whoa! And if you want to make the perfect snack, Andy Cap came up with this before I did, mind you. You take a Funyun and a Cheeto and you put it together and you add hotness. <laughs> And you come up with Andy Caps Hot Fries. <laughs> Our first unofficial sponsor here on Going Terribly. So now, so they have the cheddar. I've had the cheddar. They also make ranch fries. That sounds good. And they make I barbecue think I'd like fries. That. I think I'm going to get some of the ranch fries. Do they come in this same 12 pack? They sure do. I'm going to order some right now. Do it. I'll do it while we're on the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just if uh, the first time you have another story to tell, I'll be over here ordering ranch fries. All right. So they're crispy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I realize as I say fries, you're probably thinking of like like French fries or something, but they're like they're they're crispy. They're, they're straws, you know, like veggie straws. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I love veggie, veggie straws. straws, but you don't. They're very much similar in in crunch to a Cheeto, but then they're like more straw shaped. And my God. My God, I mean, I hope you know the comic. I hope the comics do well and everything. But this is his true calling, you know. I can't believe you burned that list. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? What? Hey, happy birthday, George R. R. Martin. Ah, fuck that guy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have against him? 
Does he have some sort of scandal I don't know about? Did he? I feel like... You better watch it if you don't I, have something. Yeah, I don't know. There's going to be some slander and or libel. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you'd be like, yeah, he... Uh, I'm just not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say it because I don't want to be taken out of context. Are you aware of the whole Taylor Swift re-recording lawsuit? Gus or uh, George R. R. Martin recorded Taylor Swift no. songs. Oh no, no, no! I was just thinking did he of illegally, other. Did he illegally cover her songs on YouTube? <laughs> and she was like, "Take those down." He was like, "I will not. I am the Game of Thrones man." <sighs> Sounds like a McClurkin. Hey, George and R. Martin of the McClurkin. No, no, I was just thinking of other like pop lawsuits or whatever. No, I don't know about this. Go ahead and tell me. Okay, so apparently this happened in 2021, but I totally did not know anything about it. So, did you know that uh, like recording artists, there are two different kinds of copyright. One is for the record, and one is for the song. Okay. The, like the publisher. Right. The lyrics. Uh-huh. And if you are a songwriter, you hold that copyright, but your record company holds the record copyright. Oh. Yeah. So, so ta- that, is a, that is a complicated... Uh... Right. Yeah. So if you're not a songwriter, you have pretty much no rights to your songs at all. Yeah. So, I th- you know, plenty of musicians in the past have tried to fight this law, like try to, you know, to get their equal due f- for their records, not just the publisher rights. Um, right. And Taylor Swift, having written all her songs, you know, her, her first six albums with this uh, record company, she's been trying to get her due. And um, but her record company like sold her masters like they can just they can just sell. <laughs> they can just sell yeah. your master yeah. records yeah. to the highest bidder. Oh, yeah. Record companies are often just garbage. Yeah. And I had no idea this was happening. Uh-huh. And apparently they sold it to like her nemesis, Scooter Braun, I guess. With, Scooter with a Braun. Name like Scooter. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Why is this her nemesis? Um, like he ran a record company. I th- part maybe the same one that she was under, and they just had some differences. Um, okay. And and then he went private, and her. Okay. Yeah. So it was it was kind of like she. Well, she said she wasn't given the opportunity to buy her masters, but mm. then it's also like. He was the highest bidder, you know, so uh-huh, uh-huh. so then what she decided to do is because she retains all the publisher copyrights, she is going to re-record everything she's ever done <laughs> to devalue, <laughs> okay. to devalue the stuff that's already been released, uh-huh. the masters, so uh-huh. that any radio station, they would have to play her new one, what she called Taylor's version. Okay. Does this mean that I'm going to have to hear Shake It Off more? Because I really don't want to hear Shake It Off I don't think more. you would hear it more. Okay. You just hear a newer version. I don't need... Uh, I feel like that means I'm going to hear it more. Because people will be like, have you heard the new Taylor Swift Shake It Off again? And then they'll play it. <laughs> and, you know, you know, God love you, sweetie. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I know. I couldn't even do it. I felt icky as I said it. I felt icky as I said it. But, um, uh, Taylor... I, you know, do your thing. I just, that song annoys me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, do your... And she's still in lawsuits about the line, player's gonna play, 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 Oh, really? Play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> player's gonna play. <laughs> I mean, you're making tons of money, and that's awesome. And, you know, anybody who loves that song, great for you. That particular song just annoys me. That, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. 
but yeah it's kind of, it's kind of interesting like she's the first artist to like threaten to do this and then do it and so mm, yeah mm-hmm. she's a she's a savvy businesswoman mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what i'm planning on doing someday when uh you know the way we hold separate rights to this podcast oh? uh, so someday when you sell off your part to mm-hmm. someone else mm-hmm. i'm just going to go back and re-record everything oh yeah. Uh-huh. yeah 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 and you probably have my voice in like ai oh i'll just use this this is my alice voice okay okay uh-huh yeah. okay okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> what the what the <laughs> see well i'll just curse a lot then oh you fucking <laughs> shithead hey i ordered those ranch fries while you were <laughs> While you're talking about Taylor Swift, I ordered them quite swiftly. You see what I'm saying here? I ordered them. Did you swiftly. tailor the order to your tastes? <laughs> to my tastes. <laughs> we'll be here in two days. Thank you, Amazon. And happy birthday, Gary Cole. Okay. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> You hate everyone. <laughs> you don't even remember who Gary Cole is. Yes, do you? I do. Oh, he okay. was he was on that episode of Psych. Psych. PS Psych. PS Psych. Love you. <laughs> Gary Cole uh, from uh, Office Space. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm need yeah. Coming on Saturday. Uh, Office Space also from the Good Fight or the Good Wife, from Veep, from Dodgeball, etc. One of the truly great character actors in our world. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's interesting? How he seemed taller in Office Space than he did on Psych. Maybe it's I, like I wasn't there. the lens or yeah. you know where the where the frame is. Uh huh. Maybe maybe Ron Livingston is is shorter. Oh, he was often seen speaking to Stephen Root's character, who was often sitting down. Mm. Did that make him seem taller? Yes, maybe. And he was filmed from a low angle. Uh huh. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Perception. Oh, we're on to you, Mike Judge. We're on to you. He's the guy who made Office yeah, Space. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> Happy birthday to Sophia Loren. Is she still alive? Hey. <laughs> She's still alive. Why do we always ask that? I don't know. It feels so insulting to people when we ask that, doesn't it? Like, oh, they're still alive. They're not listening to this. <laughs> you don't know what Sophia's doing. Sorry, Ms. Lauren. <laughs> Maybe she's who I'm going to get to replace you and re-record all of our episodes. And she was sound like this. Is that how she sounds? She has a very low voice. Oh. Maybe an Italian accent. Oh. I mean, she's 88, but... So it might be a little bit older. So you do your version. You do what you think she's going to sound like. Okay. Um, just say, um, uh, this is Sophia fuck. and this is going terribly. Fuck that guy. <laughs> this is Sophia and this is going terribly. And I'm saying she's 88 years old now, so it's probably more like, This is Sophia. This is Sophia. This is going terribly. How dare you. What? I was trying to do it on my own. Oh, I was just giving you some backup. <laughs> hey, another recent thing in my life, Alice. Yeah? In addition to Andy Caps, And again, if you're anywhere, Walmart, 
uh, Target. I don't know. Um, that was a Flemmy one. Your local Kroger might carry them. I don't know. You know what your what your situation is. Um, look for these. They'll be probably in like the snack aisle, probably with the chips and things of that nature, the mm, pretzels mm-hmm. and whatnots. Andy caps. It's gonna be like a blue bag. It's gonna have the picture of the guy from the comics on the bag. It's the red cap. You'll thank yourself. Oh, is that why he's called Andy Cap? I don't know. Anyway, um, so in addition to that, just you know, wonderful. Uh-huh. Um, I've been I've been watching Mama's Family recently, oh Alice. Oh my god! Because I, what is your problem? I thought you were going to talk about your new job. <laughs> okay. Uh, sure. Well, we can come back to that. <laughs> Get into personal life stuff. I'm trying to talk about Mama's well, Family. Go for it. Go for it. God. The Mama's Family, the entire series was on sale on Vudu recently. And I'm sorry I wasn't able to tell our, uh, our wonderful listeners ahead of time. But, you know, things, you know, life moves fast. And so I got like the whole series for like 20 bucks, folks. Best deal in the world. If you're not familiar with Mama's Family, it's a, uh, it's a 1980s uh, sitcom starring Vicki Lawrence as uh, Thelma Harper, also known as Mama. And then, you know, her, uh, her uh, kids and family and neighbor and such. Alice, did you fall asleep huh? over there? Huh? You can just go right ahead and screw yourself. <laughs> I bet you've never even seen Mama's Family. It's I a, have. It's a blast from my past is what I'm saying, Alice. Yeah, when you were a 60-year-old, 5-year-old. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> so I got a job as a receptionist. Ooh! <laughs> at, a, uh, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a therapy office. Mm-hmm. And so there you go. Yay. That's, <laughs> see, there's not much to say there, no, Alice. No, you're so proud of it. Oh, it's I mean, it's a great job. I'm very lucky to have it. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a lucky human being. I get to I get to talk to people all day and try to assist them with their with their scheduling needs. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. And I uh I got a new Chromebook Ooh. to use in my new job, Alice. And and you know what's crazy? It's awesome. I was going to lead into that, mm-hmm. but give me a second here. I just want to talk about how awesome my Chromebook is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm used to hearing about Chromebooks the last, like, 10 years. You know, they're kind of just the the, the lower quality alternative to other computers. Uh-huh. And But this thing is great. Like, I love it. And it flips around. The screen flips around 360 <gasps> yeah, and yeah. becomes a 15.6-inch tablet. It's like a clipboard. For no reason, it is like a, it's, it's like a huge clipboard. Uh, like it's the biggest tablet ever. It, there's no like it's it's barely functional that way, but it's awesome to have. You know, because like you can't really hold it and do tablet things, but hmm. <laughs> but I do. Now you say what you were gonna say, Alice. I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, that I had no idea. Like Chromebooks were a different kind of computer. Like, my world has always just been Mac or PC, Uh or Windows specifically. Right. I didn't even know there was, and, you know, I know what Linux is, but I've never used it. Right, right. I didn't know there was another one for, like, regular people, non-programmers. So, apparently, Chromebook is, like, its own operating system. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? Those Google folks, it's like, hey, let's just use use Chrome for everything. 
And I guess when it started off, it was like, yeah, I mean, it's functional, I guess, as long as you have the internet and everything. But using Chrome for everything doesn't really work. But now it does work. Like, most things I need to do, I can do. just gets better and better. I was playing games on it the other day. Like, you know, touch touchscreen games and or controller games. You know, it's just, it's sweet. <laughs> it's sweet. And I didn't know that there were other phone brands that made Android phones. <laughs> I, I, I hardly know what an Android is. I, I live such an insular Apple life. You do. You know, just a MacBook and an iPhone. Uh-huh. And... I, I understand I, you not knowing about other things because those two things cost so much money because they're Apple. Right? <laughs> and it's like, what else have I been missing out on? Right. Yeah, you thought that um, like all Android phones were made by Samsung. Mm. Instead but of, they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my new uh, OnePlus, OnePlus One phone. Plus. That'll be coming, and I'll give you, I give you all a, a full review in a future episode. <laughs> you should make those videos. I should. Mm-hmm. But I, w- I wouldn't know enough about the specs and videos. such, you know. Well, like, all they're talking about is like the navigation screen, the the camera. That's all they really talk about. Yeah, but have you ever watched those videos? Like they see all kinds of technical things that I wouldn't begin to know. I think like, they're oh, just this, making that up. You no, know, this is a uh, uh, six point seven megahertz. Uh, I bet uh, that information is sorted, on the box. Sorted pixel, uh, cranium bronchial <laughs> uh, fissure tubes. Maximus. And uh, George R. R. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I don't know what they're saying. They talk about the cameras. Like, this one's m- macro metamucil. Macro halibut. <laughs> Just for the halibut. <laughs> uh, so, no, I could not make those videos. Plus, I don't like to do things alone. You know? What? I don't want to talk for 10 to 12 minutes all by myself. I couldn't do it. I couldn't will myself into that, Alice. Really? Really. Hmm. I don't have that kind of confidence. <sighs> I need the feedback. That's why when I sit here and I talk about Mama's family, you know, something that something that obviously our listeners can agree would, would uh, dictate a strong dialogue between us, and then you don't say anything about Mama's family, I start to feel a little insecure. <laughs> I mean, you got, you got Vinton, you got Naomi... Iola be- starts in in the uh, the second season there. You know, it's a good time. Alice, wake up. What? Alice, I need you I- to talk to me. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Alice. <laughs> Why don't you just talk for me? You said you would record all of our episodes again <laughs> with just you. And Sophia Loren, Alice. Do not forget, I've recruited <laughs> Sophia Loren. <laughs> this is Sophia. Oh, that was my Alfredo impression. That's your kitty cat. Uh, happy birthday, John Bernthal. Who's that? 46 years old. If I'm saying his name right, he's uh, you know the guy from The Walking Dead and The Punisher and stuff. I don't think I know. That's yeah, fine. It doesn't matter, I guess. <laughs> so since you don't know him, can I assume what you're thinking is... Fuck that guy! There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Is that his catchphrase? What? Fantastic. Fantastic. I don't think human beings have catchphrases, Alice. What? Oh, it's just like fictional characters (laughs) that have catchphrases? Yeah. Did I do that? No, 
known people with catchphrases. You've known just human beings with catchphrases. Okay, give me one. Well, yeah, I, I knew someone who would say forget about it a lot. <laughs> like an actual acquaintance of yours? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like celebrities who have like like catchphrases. Oh. Well, Emerald goes bam. Oh, that's a great call. Because, yeah, celebrities have catchphrases. Okay, well, he is one of those rare ones whose entire career is off of being himself. So, yeah, that's a good call, Alice. Mm. That's a good call. Don't we have a catchphrase? The we are catchphrase. <laughs> we are catchphrase. Ed McMahon had, here's Johnny. Oh. Oh, that's a, that sucks when, as a celebrity, your entire catchphrase is <laughs> Someone to else. introduce another human. <laughs> your entire catchphrase is to, to like show how great a different human being is and people don't even think about you using it ed mcmahon had his own show star search i forgot about star search this is jeopardy that's that's johnny certainly gilbert. not from star search no, it's johnny gilbert that's his catchphrase that's not his catchphrase that's the line from the show jeopardy then you shouldn't really count ed mcmahon's here's johnny you're right <laughs> i don't think we should count the bam from emerald really but that's him doing it <laughs> it's the rules are just hard or like guy fieri doing welcome to flavortown you know <laughs> man the best, chefs all that's the chefs best impression i've ever have. heard I'm the McClurkin over here. That sounds like Danhausen. McClurkhausen. (laughs) Danhausen, a professional wrestler, ladies and gentlemen, if you watch some AEW. Mm -hmm. Happy 64th birthday, Arn Anderson. Fuck that guy. Whoa, whoa. He's going to shoot me. Professional wrestling legend, (laughs) Arn Anderson. You do not say F that guy. He's a legend. What have you ever done in your life? Oh, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Got real defensive over that guy. Oh man. So I yes, girl. I have a I have a student <laughs> who is writing a paper on wrestling. It's so exciting. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, like our our first paper assignment, students have to take a word that's kind of difficult to define. It might have multiple meanings. It might be contentious or controversial. Uh-huh. An example would be like the word class, you know, as a noun, we could be talking about school, going to class and learning, but uh-huh. then we could also be talking about social class or when we think about classy, that might be like judgment against other people. So they have to pick a word, you know, that is kind of contentious like that. And this student wanted to write about the word passion. Okay. And, 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 he, and he was saying how that's kind of contentious because people don't understand why he's so passionate about wrestling. They're like, oh, it's weird, you know? Uh-huh. Um, it's hard. It's hard being a wrestling fan sometimes. And he's not just a fan. He's training. Okay. With the WWA, which we saw recently. Oh, nice. The World yes. Wrestling Alliance yeah. in Evansville in Owensboro. Uh-huh. So um, he has he I, he hasn't performed yet, but he's he's training for it. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I was like, well, you haven't really talked about the word passion. Like, what if you just change your word to wrestle? Because you know when we think about wrestle like an emotional sense, you wrestle with emotions and choices and there's so much of that in pro wrestling yes yeah yeah because it's a soap opera mm-hmm. uh-huh so 
That's very exciting. So like, that- like he was super excited. He's like, yes, I could totally change my topic. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the paper topic requires them to um, address intersectionality as well, like thinking about our, our cultural identifiers, whether gender, orientation, race, ethnicity. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, you could talk about so much about that in wrestling, you know, like with op- more opportunities for women and LGBTQ wrestlers. Uh-huh. And then all that drama, like toxic workplaces, mm-hmm. that backstage stuff that's been happening recently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. That's Great. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Look at you finding a common meeting ground with wrestling with a student. Right? That's fun. It's, that's rare. But that's... I feel like, yeah, just in the past just in the past couple of years when you introduced me to wrestling, I had, you know, another student who wanted to write a paper about wrestling. It wasn't the same prompt. Right. But I I basically said, Oh, I watch AEW and then and then they sent me an email later on and they were like, Oh yeah, I checked it out. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I was like, hey, 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 I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's that yeah, that's awesome. It is hard being a wrestling fan. Like I know we bring it up sometimes here. And and like you oh, know, like a lot. most people won't know what we're talking about. Like you say, Dan House, and I, I even I say Arn Anderson, who's mm, a mm-hmm. legendary figure. People are like I don't know who that is. A uh, longtime partner of Ric Flair, you may have heard mm. of, folks. And if you haven't, then it's just lost on you. But like, it, there's a stigma with being a wrestling fan. That's just unfortunate because, because there sorry, is that stig. Oh, well, there's that stigma of it being just macho. But, well, there's that, yeah. but there's, I think more than that, it's the whole, it's fake. fake. It's yeah. yeah, it's like, it's entertainment. Like it's, yeah, it's not fake, it's theater. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't treat it like watching a basketball game yeah. or a football game. Yeah. Treat it like watching a television show yeah. or a theater performance. Like if you watch it as that, then a, it's, it's a great show. Yeah, I don't know a what. A stunt show, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it just depends on how you approach it, I guess. And I think I think that's been the whole thing is is people have always it's always been people going in looking for a sport. And it's like that's <laughs> it's it's not, man. It's uh it's uh it's It's athleticism. Uh huh. It's on ath- display. <laughs> it's an athletic weekly soap opera. <laughs> And yeah, I just think everyone should. I think everyone should, uh, you know, try it once and just see, just see what up, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, AEW, mind you, I'm not a WWE guy, so <laughs> I will not vouch. <laughs> I will not vouch for them. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'll, I'll stop talking about wrestling for this episode at least. Oh, we'll okay. bring it. We'll bring it up again later, though. So if you're gonna listen of to this course. podcast, educate yourself. Also, hey, listen, look up Danhausen because he's friggin' hilarious. <laughs> Alice mentioned him in passing. He's not a very well-known wrestler, but if you look him up and you don't think he's funny, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Danhausen. Okay, okay, done with that. Alice, hmm. what else you got going on? Give me something. Uh, ooh, I uh, graduated to a new size of menstrual cup. <laughs> People are like, go back to talk about wrestling. Can we hear about Mama's family some more? Uh, how are those tires doing? How are those? Uh... All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm interested, Alice. Let's mm. go. Oh, A yeah. new size of menstrual cup. Yeah, and so the original one is Diva Cup One, size Diva one. Diva Cup. Yeah, and then the next one up is Diva Cup size two, mm-hmm. and they say it's for you know women who 
have been pregnant before um, or women over 30 who have heavier periods. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, that's me. So you've been pregnant before? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the over 30 heavier period. Thing. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and then they also have a size zero, which is like beginner, beginner. Oh, what? <laughs> beginner, beginner. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know why one... I just got grossed out for that for some reason. I thought about having the well, conversation with your teenage daughter. Sure. And, and like, here, this, here's a cup. Yeah. And also, I mean, there's still that stigma of virginity, you know, and the hymen. Like, they, they maybe in the past, uh, teens weren't encouraged to use tampons because uh-huh. they were like, oh, it'll break the hymen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's purity culture. Mm. So, uh, the the cup, like, I, it lasts uh longer up there like i don't have to empty it out as often mhm 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 mm-hmm. yeah well that's good that's good mm-hmm. so you liking it so far yeah but uh, how many fluid ounces like the 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 uh, size 1 was like 2.4 ounces and this one might be just a hair bigger 16.9 like 3 <laughs> <laughs> get a whole a whole, a whole sprite bottle full <laughs> 33 size <laughs> Got a big gulp down there. <laughs> oh, oh, don't ever say big gulp with menstrual stuff. <laughs> Gross. Ugh. Also, while you were telling your menstrual cup story, I ordered some more uh, handicaps, <laughs> handicaps ranch fries, ladies and gentlemen. Get yourself some handicaps. Maybe pop into the gas station. I've heard a, fr- a friend say they found them at a gas station before, so... Uh... Next time you're on a road trip, you know, check your tires and get you some handicaps. <laughs> it's very important. They say to check your tire pressure when the car is cold. So you shouldn't check it in the middle of a road trip. Well, I figured you would uh, park your car for a while, leave it sitting there, grab a few bags of handicaps, mm-hmm. sit in the parks in the parking lot there, you know, find, yeah. your, find yourself a good comfy spot and, you know, just enjoy your day. Just... Just enjoy those handicaps, hot fries, cheddar fries, ranch fries, and barbecue fries. That's true. That's true. All four bags. And by the time you get done with all four bags, your car will be ready for you to check the tire pressure. That's true. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But just before you leave the gas station, make sure you do pop back in and grab another bag of handicaps. You want more? You... Always want more, Alice. Oh, fuck that it's guy. The... <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, does this sound like I'm saying handicaps hot fries each time? It does. Oh, God. <laughs>